Hey, it's your buddy Jim. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio, the only podcast in the world hosted by a team. It's not just me. This thing's hosted by our entire team. There's so many people that put work into this. The only team in the world running an eight-figure business, selling products online with students boasting number one rankings in categories like coffee, Have you been to Amazon lately and just typed in the word coffee and seen what pops up? For a very long time now, one of our top students, his name's Mike Brown, has been dominating. He beats Starbucks. He beats Folgers. He's killing it. And he's in a bunch of retail stores now. It's a great story. Uh, Go to pick Mike Brown sometime if you haven't seen that page yet. It needs to be updated because the dude's won like Entrepreneur of the Year in the state of New York twice and all kinds of other accolades. His business is booming. Hey, that's one of our students. So the only podcast hosted by a team that's generating incredible success stories every day. And all of us were in a position where maybe you are now, where we'd never sold anything online before at one point. Some of us had a few hundred dollars in the bank and that's how we started. We've got homeless people, formerly homeless, who now have houses because they started doing what we teach around here. Of course, I'm talking about Carolyn McFall. Shout out to her, her great book, Homeless to Homeowner. It's on Amazon. Look it up. We did an episode a while back. So it's the only podcast in the world boasting that kind of incredible community of true business building warriors getting results at all ends of the spectrum from brand new to people doing eight figures. It's quite a community. And so I want to congratulate you for using your time wisely and hanging out with people who don't just talk, who don't just create tools and courses, who don't just have a handful of success stories that they stumbled into perhaps at some point. Maybe some of them are even made up. No, we've got thousands and thousands of success stories. A-plus rating at the Better Business Bureau. I mean, come on, after 16 years, we've created just stacks and stacks of success. And you're smart for hanging out around here. And if that sounds like I'm bragging, I'm sorry, maybe it is a little bit, but I'm very proud of this team that we've grown. And I get to look good getting behind this microphone and telling you guys about it. But today we've got a question for the floor. I'd love to hear what you think. I'm going to give you a link in the show notes so you can respectfully jump into the conversation if you'd like. But it's one of those hot topics where I think a lot of people will have very strong opinions. And you know, to me, I've never been much of an opinion guy. I mean, opinions are interesting. You've got yours. I've got mine. He has his. She has hers. At the end of the day, it's nothing but moderately interesting to me to hear people's opinions on different matters, especially when compared to an authoritative document, which in this case, if you've been around very long at all, we know that the authoritative guiding book that we go to for all business, life decisions, about spirituality, health, anything else. The book that has all the answers about how to live properly, regardless of what your worldview is, the book that we believe has all the answers is the best-selling book in the history of the world, the book that has the longest longitudinal study in the history of man associated with it, meaning The principles have been applied for thousands and thousands of years and produced amazing results for the people who have followed it. Specifically, now I'm talking about the Hebrew people. For thousands of years, they followed the principles and they have thrived as a result of applying these principles. Of course, I'm talking about the Bible. 
that's the foundational document for the way we run our business, for the way we educate others, for the way we run our lives. And the question that hit the floor today that instantly garnered a lot of attention in our community was simply this. Hey, I'm excited about this entrepreneurial journey. I'm excited about building a business online, but my spouse just isn't there. I'm crushed. They don't think that's right for me. What should I do? Right? That was the question. And I didn't state it word for word. You could actually use the link and go see for yourself what was said. And at the time that I read it, and still right now, a few hours later, I'm not sure if it's a male or female that posted that response. The advice really, from my vantage point, isn't going to waver a whole lot. Now, if I knew the couple well enough and I was sitting down with them, I may have more specifics based on if it was the, the male or the female, because I would be able to get in the dude's face a little differently than I can a female. And, and just as my wife might be able to, to speak more bluntly to a female than, than I ever could, you know, that that's just kind of the dynamic of, of how we roll. But I'm going to assume that it's my advice today is completely you know, neutral regarding, is it a male or is it a female? It's a married couple. And the, the, again, the question was, Hey, you know, I want to do this whole entrepreneurial internet based business building warrior thing that you guys are talking about around here. I want to make a go at this. And my spouse isn't on board. She or he just doesn't think that's right for me. And this issue has come up in past episodes of this podcast. If you go back to episode number 58 and number 62, you can hear more in-depth discussion on this topic. One of those episodes, it's Larry and Sue Pruitt great couple in our community. They do the business together. They're all in together. They make decisions together. They work together all day, every day. They're plowing forward in, in their combined wisdom on their business journey at every step of the way, even the smallest of details. And they, they work together very closely. That's one example of how this business is often done. Another example of how this business is done is the way my wife and I do it. My wife, Andrea, and I did the other podcast episode that I just mentioned. I think Larry and Sue were episode number 58. Andrea and I were episode number 62. Both valuable approaches. Both produce incredible results. Potentially both have benefits and negatives associated with them. But the way my wife and I do it is I pretty much take care of the numbers, the business decisions as far as, you know, what are we going to sell? What courses are we going to create? The partnerships and all that. I go to her and rely on her advice and instincts heavily on anything that could have an emotional component to it, relational components. She has incredible instincts. And as virtually every female I've ever met does, you guys beat us in virtually every way at this, you know, the intuition thing. There's something there. You can read a person so quickly before I'm even, you know, I'm still trying to remember the person's name, repeating it four or five times. And a female is already completely analyzed, <laughs> you know, inside and out who it is that they're dealing with in a way that's, it seems magical and mystical to me as a male at times. Uh, but my wife is very gifted at this, as I'm sure many other females are. And it's an incredible asset to have that. So of course, I take advantage of her wise counsel on many important issues. But the day-to-day -day running of the business, the, you know, who are we going to hire to put tape on boxes and, you know, what time's the event going to start and those, you know, the, the details. She has other things that she's in, she's more interested in and, and her passion lies elsewhere. She's artistic and we homeschool our kids and she's got a busy life and the details that she doesn't need to be bothered with. We've both agreed, oh, no need to bother her. But there's a couple different 
roads that I've just expressed to you, like how this business can be done. It can be done like, hey, this is my thing, that's your thing, or it can be done all completely overlapping. But in both cases, and I think this is vital, and this was my answer that I gave in the Facebook group, was that I think the most important human relationship you'll ever have on this planet is your spouse, and that has to be protected at all costs. No exceptions. You can't put anything else in between there. And again, this is biblical model. So if that upsets you or if you disagree, that's cool. It's not really me that you're disagreeing with. I'm not going to take it as, hey, you disagree with me. We can't like each other. That's one of the big lies that's being told in our culture right now is if we disagree on something, that means we're not allowed to like each other. That's ludicrous. Complete insanity. As long as you agree that I'm allowed to live and breathe and and I agree that you're allowed to live and breathe, then I think we can be friends, regardless of what are the worldviews we have on any other topic, right? We can figure it out and be friends regardless. So please don't take this as me attacking your worldview in any way. I'm simply saying the Bible, which is the worldview that I believe has been tested and proven more than any other, and I've accepted it for our family, clearly says the most important relationship you'll ever have is your walk with God. Next is your spouse. Next, it's your kids and then your neighbors. And if you notice the circles are going outward and as those circles go outward, the thing that you observe, if you listen to someone teaching with, with biblical authority, they understand that you can't skip a rung of the circle. For example, you can't say, well, I'm, a, I'm not that great a husband, but man, I'm a good dad. I, I really am awesome at being that dad. You can be a good dad without being a great husband. Don't get me wrong, but it's possible, but you'll never be a better dad than you are a husband, biblically speaking. Now, I know there's single parents out there, and when it's impossible for you to fulfill one of those rungs because of life circumstances, the death of a spouse or whatever, a divorce situation, it gets tricky. It gets, it, everybody has a different family situation. I'm just saying the biblical model, the ideal biblical model is my walk with God, then my walk with my spouse, then my walk with my kids. That's the ideal. And the further we drift from the ideal, the more challenging life becomes. So given the option to stay within that ideal model, I would always counsel a couple to make sure to honor your spouse in whatever business decisions you're making. Now, there's some really good news coming on this topic. That good news is this. There's never been a lower risk, more flexible, lower time commitment required opportunity in the history of the world that I'm aware of than what we teach around here. And what that means is I think there's a lot of room in there as a spouse married to someone who maybe doesn't think that your business ideas are all that great or doesn't think that this is something that's right for your family. They're not convinced yet. I think there's a lot of room in there for some very harmless, low risk, low monetary commitment testing. Let's just try it out. Let me take some of that money that I was going to spend on myself for you know whatever it is you would normally buy, and let me put a little bit of that towards just trying this for a few hours a month. But let's just see if that leads to anything. Without impacting our family's budget, without impacting how much time we spend together, without impacting our family's plans, let me use some of my free time, some of my spare time, some of my money that I normally would have spent on myself, and let me put it towards this and just see. Let's just see. Let's test. Remember the the story of Brett, my partner Brett, he and his wife. This is just a few short years ago, down to just $400 in the bank that they could reasonably put towards a business opportunity. 
And they'd both agreed ahead of time, if this doesn't work, we're done. I'm looking for a real job. You know, I'm going to put my family first, but let's just agree. Let's take a shot at this thing. Well, jump forward a few years, we're running an eight-figure business together, and he's my right-hand man partner, and we're doing incredible things with a very large community, arguably the eyes of the internet marketing world, watching some of the activities that we're up to, speaking to some of the biggest players imaginable in the arena of internet business and online sales. But what if he hadn't taken that risk? What if he hadn't? So he and his wife came to a compromise. They very easily could have said, no, this this isn't right for our family. And he could have gone and got a job. And I don't know what he'd be doing now. And I don't know what I'd be doing now exactly because things have interwoven so tightly now between our businesses. It's basically one big business now. But what if? What if you and your spouse agree? Let's set aside, take a tiny risk. See, we're not talking about moving the whole family to a new country or changing locations or changing career paths. And here's the deal. Someone pointed out in the Facebook discussion as well that we are all entrepreneurs. And I completely agree. If you're providing any value at all in the world to other people, maybe you don't call it being an entrepreneur. I just call it serving. To me, being an entrepreneur, serving, helping others, it's all the same thing. It all comes down to putting other people before yourself. Sometimes there's financial gain. Sometimes there isn't. As a business owner, there is. That's how you continue serving without needing donations. That's all a profit is. Serving others without needing donations. Well, if you're going to serve others in a job, well, you've got one customer there. So let's say you go get a job. You've got one customer. It's not the people who come in and visit the business that are your customer. Obviously, you know that, right? It's the person who writes your paycheck. That's your customer. So you've got one customer and you serve them as well as you possibly can as they seek to serve their customers, right? That's called having a job, which is admirable. It's awesome. But what if you want to have more than one customer? That's called being an entrepreneur. That's called serving a bunch of people. And you're ultimately the one responsible for that. So whether you have a job or you have a business, either way, you're serving customers and you're serving well, or you don't get paid. It's a pay for performance arrangement that most of us have in life. If you're not paying for performance, maybe you're a spouse who supports a pay for performance spouse. You watch the kids, they earn the income, so you're supporting someone who's paid for performance, right? But ultimately, we all have the responsibility to support and serve customers. We're part of the support network that's supporting and serving others in some way. Now, volunteer work, yeah, you don't get paid for it, but it doesn't last very long unless someone's paying for it. Someone's got to be footing the bill for it, right? So that's where business drives all service. Entrepreneurship drives all service. All volunteer work is supported by a business owner somewhere. See, well, what about tax money? Well, that comes from business owners. Governments don't create value. They can distribute it, but they don't create it. Entrepreneurs, business owners, and serving customers create value. So why am I going down this road? I'm simply making the point that If your spouse is saying, hey, no, you need to have a, quote, real job as opposed to your own business, saying there's very little difference there. The risks are actually, I would argue, higher, especially if you're bouncing from job to job, getting fired and kind of starting over. Man, that's that's a terrible career path. You're never going to advance very far without one customer at a time in a completely different model all the time. But let's say maybe you've got a great career ahead of you. You've got education, you've been trained well in your arena and your expertise. 
guys, we have doctors, we have lawyers, we have rocket scientists, literally NASA trained rocket engineer scientists who now work with and for us on our team and in our community who love the opportunities that are evolving in the arena of internet marketing and internet business because it's so flexible. And the reasons I've already spelled out, you heard me talk about the low risk for a little bit of time invested, you can get up and running. It's so scalable. The opportunities are wide open. The future growth potential is huge. So if you have a spouse that's saying, ah, I don't think that's right for you, you just need to probably just have a, a real job and you need to get to the heart of the matter of what's really going on there. Protect that relationship at all costs. Be respectful, but find a way to do both, to test on the side. And I've given you some creative ideas. There's many other creative ideas in the discussion thread. I would ask that people would be respectful. These kind of discussions where it drifts into you know, politics and family relationships. And you know, there's a lot of room there for people to kind of come in with a what they think is a cute meme or a a cute snarky comment of some kind. No, let, let's act like we're all sitting around talking about this like adults. That's the way you should treat social media at all times. Like you're sitting there talking to a person who's looking in you in the eye and you're actually interacting. That's called being mature with social media. So I would encourage maturity. But let's have the conversation. Jump in there. Let us know what you think. And I think in wrapping this one up, uh, just because of the the age we live in, I've discovered that some folks are very sensitive to, well, you didn't really talk about me or I feel kind of left out in this one. You know, it, it's the same thing that happens when I talk about bringing dads home, for example. When I say part of my heartbeat and passion of why I do what I do is bringing dads home, I have to inevitably point out instantly, as quickly as possible, that I love seeing moms come home. I love when retired couples or teenagers who still live at home or single moms or whatever the other arrangements are out there, I love seeing them gain financial independence as well. Obviously, it's a beautiful thing. Our content works for anyone. But inside of me, there's something special that happens when I see another dad come home because I get it. I know what it feels like. We have that kindred spirit. I know what it feels like. I'm not so sure I'll ever know what it feels like to be a mom. <laughs> I'm never going to give birth. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what that bonding process feels like for a female. It's, it's a different path. We're different animals. Again, that's a biblical worldview and I embrace it. But I also feel the need to point out in the same manner that, uh, you know, I, this was an episode about spouses and this was an episode about making sure that you honor your spouse in your business journey and finding a creative way to step into it in a way that honors your spouse. And oh, I forgot to say one thing along those lines. It has to do with building a reserve. And I should have pointed this out earlier. I'll make the other point in just a moment. But building a reserve, like a some people call it an emergency fund, or you know, how much cash do you have on hand to enter this new phase of life? And I've given the same advice for quite some time now because this question comes up a lot. Like, hey, I, th I feel like we're ready to make the leap and go full time, but my more conservative spouse, they are not comfortable yet. What should we do? My advice, and I believe this is the biblical advice, although I'd love to be corrected if someone has another um, vantage point on this, but in honoring your spouse, what you basically do is you let them name the number. How many months of family budget do we need to have in the bank before you're comfortable letting me make this leap into entrepreneurship? And then you make the sacrifices and the savings necessary to get that many months of emergency fund in place before you start going full-time. Now, if you're 
playing around part-time, there's no excuse for you not to cut out some of your free time and some of your TV or entertainment time or whatever it is that you do when you're goofing off, cut into that a little bit and get this business rolling on the side. That's ideal. So there really never is a big jumping off point that scares everybody. You get the two rolling simultaneously. That's beautiful. But when it comes down to it's the simple question, hey, at what point can we jump? My question always is, well, at what point is your spouse comfortable jumping? Because if they're not as comfortable as you are, you need to figure out where that line is and you need to work for that before you jump. Again, honoring your spouse. It works either way. Male, female, doesn't matter. You honor your spouse so that the relationship is protected. You're putting them before the business, the hobby, the interests, the side. You know, that's, that's the biblical model. Okay, so where was I going before? This is, the, this is the caveat. This is the stuff that has to be said. You talk about couples, you got to say these things because I, I need everyone to, to realize that we have a heart for single moms, single dads, people who are in those difficult parental situations where it's just a challenge because of life, circumstances, whatever. The past is the past. It's over now. You're looking forward. You've got the responsibilities that you've got. I'm going to give you some episode numbers you need to go listen to. No particular order, except this is the order they happened in. 71, 99, 104, and 136. I will stick those in the show notes so you can go reference them. These are single moms heroically providing for their families with the full support and encouragement of this community behind them. Single dad with a bunch of kids doing the exact same thing. Heroically. Loves this community. This community loves them. And I'd say the same to you if you were in that circumstance. So the one thing I didn't want to let slip under the radar here was for anyone to leave with the impression that, well, Jim's content only works for spouses because he just did a whole episode about spousal relationships and business. Come on. You know that's not our heart. We love serving anyone. We got college kids. We got teenagers. We got homeschooled kids. The youngest I've heard is 10, (laughs) 10 10-year-olds listening to our content, using it which is a big reason why we had an entire episode about proper language and profanity and our, it should be mixed with business. And one of the big reasons is it should never be mixed in with business relationships or any kind of adult relationships. In my opinion is because our kids are watching and they're listening. The content I consume, if it's got that in it, I can't consume it with my kids around that simple, right? So we got the whole gamut of people listening to the show, but when we're hit with a specific question, I like to give specific answers and it, you know, it took, 25 minutes or so to cover the bases as fully as I would like on this question. My brief response in the Facebook group was simply this, honor your spouse with whatever you do. That's the most important relationship you'll ever have with another human on this planet. That's number one. And you'll never be good at your other relationships as good as you are with that one. It will take a great deal of work and healing. If that one gets messed up, it's just a tragedy. It's, it's really, really hard if you mess it up because you put anything else before that other person. It makes life extraordinarily difficult. And we've all seen people go through that. And yes, you can be healed and you can recover from that. And yes, you can come back to be better than you were before possibly. But man, I hate to see people go down that road. It's just not a road that serves your business well or you as a, you as a person, as a mom, as a dad, as a, as a business building warrior. So protect it at all costs. Find a way to do it together. How much more rewarding is it if you find a way to get the blessing of your spouse, have them pushing you along, as my wife does, pushes, encourages, believed in me, 
And just in case you've never heard that episode, a couple of the earliest episodes of this podcast, I talk quite a bit about this. You can go back and listen if you want more, but I left the last real job I've ever had over 16 years ago and came home and told my wife that I'd been fired from a good job. And she was several months pregnant, seven months to be exact. And we'd lost our insurance with the firing. And it was a pretty scary thing jumping full-time into this internet marketing business. But the more I look back and appreciate that story, her faith in me and the trust, you know, she was scared for about 10 seconds and then she didn't let it show. And she, she said, and she said ever since then, I believe in you. I believe in your ability to make this happen. I'm here for you no matter what. Let's go. Priceless, priceless response for especially the circumstances that we were in as a family. A couple little kiddos and a third one on the way. That's not a good time to be losing your job. So I know what it feels like. We've been there. So many of us in this community have been, but we stand for families. We're all about strong families, bringing families together, bringing moms and dads under the same roof whenever possible, as much as possible, interacting with their kids. That is a thing of beauty. That is what we're all about. And if that resonates with you, hey, you've found the right community for you. That's what we do all day, every day. And if that doesn't resonate with you, hey, just enjoy our good training and content because it flat out works. Great educational resources teaching you how to build an incredible business. And you can have whatever worldview you want to have. We're cool with that. Just remember, I gave you the disclaimer early on and I talk about it all the time. The foundation, you know, asking me to, it's like asking me to go into battle without being able to use my arms, legs, or any armor or any weapons. I don't know how to do that. The Bible is all those things to me. It is my strength. It is my armor. It is my defense. It is my offense. I don't know how to function without it. So forgive me if I refer to it frequently. But the beautiful thing about it is you can have all those things regardless of your worldview because it's how the world works. You know, as my friend Daniel Lappin says, this is how the world really works. The data backs it up. The statistics back it up. This is how it works. All right. So do your own homework on that side. But if you want to throw all that away and just follow our business training, hey, we love you. Welcome. Come on in, fellow business building warrior. Let's do something special together. Thanks for hanging with me through this episode. Again, I got a lot of links I promised you in the show notes. They're all there. Come join the conversation. Listen to some of those old episodes about family challenges and struggling through together and making it work in the end. Even when things don't go perfectly, dusting yourself off and rocking forward, building something special, even when life hands you a a tough road. We can do this together. All right. God bless you, business building warrior. You know, we'll do this again real soon. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.